Welcome to the WDW for Families podcast, a show dedicated to helping you plan your family's vacation to Walt Disney World. And now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's show. All right, welcome to WDW for Families, and we're going to have a spooktacular show with Randy. Yo, yo. <laughs> and Rusty. Hello. And Charity. <laughs> Hello. And myself. We have no Stephanie this week, and uh, we're sad that Stephanie's gone, but we're excited to be back with you. Summer is over. Well, I mean, not according to the calendar, but some kids are back in school. I've got a seventh grader now, and so he started back and uh-huh. did cross-country tryouts today. And So they call seventh grade junior high, or is that middle school? It's middle school in our area, so still middle school in our area. When I went to school, it was junior high. Hey, let's talk about this, because, you know, well, we, I, we haven't seen each other in a while. It's been a little while, hasn't it? Yes. I... Uh, Charity's husband, we, we've we never mentioned this. Char- Charity's husband is an author. Yes. Uh, he wrote a book called? The Gospel According to Chubby. Yeah, The Gospel According to Chub- Chubby. And I thought we should mention that at some point. It's a really good book. I, I listened to it. I listened to the audiobook version. Is it on audio, uh, Audible? Or do you have to buy the audiobook? Um, if you Google The Gospel According to Chubby, it will come up. Yes. Yeah, there, there are a number of different places to get it. You could get it at yeah. a Christian bookstore, I think, right? Mm-hmm. It's really good. I mean, it's it's just, it's not a, this book itself is not like your typical, hey, I'm a Christian and I lost weight book. It's more of a journey kind mm. of story and more, of, it's more anecdotal and funny. And as a former fat kid myself, you know, I grew up being the kid that was the brunt of all the jokes. I really identified with it on a lot of levels. I would highly recommend to listen to it. It's really good. And I just wanted to tell Charity that. I, I didn't nice. give her a heads Thank up, you. but yeah. Yeah, your husband's a really great guy. I met him and uh, enjoyed that. And uh, every other, your spouse is okay too, Rusty. I, Thank I, you. She, she's okay. <laughs> yes. Beth's great too. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank it, you. Anyways, let's do this uh, spooktacular show. Uh, we have gone to the, who, who, how many times have you been to the Halloween party, Rusty? I've actually gone to it once. You you went because once. I was the one who was always like, ah, I just don't have kids. I don't think I fit in. I just don't go. And I finally said, okay, I'm going this time. Yeah. What about you? Randy? Uh, two or three times. I forgot. Okay. We, we used to be taking. We used to take all of our fall trips in October back when that was uncool. And You're now right. that it's become the cool thing, uh, we don't we don't go as much. Okay. What about you, Charity? Just once. Just once. Okay. So uh, our you've been. Well, we've been a, a lot. lot. <laughs> Uh, we, we've probably been to 10, yeah. I would say, uh, we're, we're going 11, November 1st. We're going to the one the day after Halloween. We're actually going to go hook up with some friends and go trick or treating in Orlando on Halloween night. <laughs> and then we're going to go to the Halloween party on November 1st. Okay. But anyways, uh, not so scary. Halloween party is, is an event that they run, uh, Ever so often. Hard ticketed event. It's a hard ticketed event. Now explain hard ticketed event just on the front end for our families. That means that you have to pay a separate price for the ticket. It's not in your normal park hopper, you know, magic your way ticket. It's a separate event. Right. And and that also means that 
guests with a standard ticket into the parks are not allowed in during this event unless they have that special heart event ticket. And in fact, are kicked out of the <laughs> yes. park ever so gently <laughs> by being not allowed to enter a store or a ride. You're just kind of pushed on toward the exit. Now, someone here has had that experience personally. Well, I've been walked to the front. <laughs> <laughs> I've been walked out of the park, uh, escorted, actually. Do you know how ladies. many how many tickets they actually sell for this event? I have no idea. It used to be thirty five thousand was the max, and they would they will they hard sell it, which means it's a hard cap. They they cap it off at that number, and those are the only people allowed in the park. Um, if it sells out, it'll be busy though. I mean, yes. It's not like. It's not like if it sells out, you know, right. you can still have short waits. Yeah, and I, yeah, I think it's fifty-five thousand is the average is the is the cap on the Magic Kingdom, and it only and, hits that you know a right. handful of times. And they cap these at thirty-five thousand. That was the number. I'm almost positive I've read that somewhere in the past. Okay, let's do this. I don't want to just bounce around to confuse people. I want to give anybody who's listening to this an outline as to the Halloween party. All right. First of all, we're going to talk about the best times to go. Right. All right. So, and then we're going to, well, let's just take it one at a time. Let's talk about the best time to go. If you're planning on going, they run the Halloween party two and three times a week and in September, October, and November 1st. Right. What are the, what's the best time to go, Rusty? The best time, according to attendance stats in the past, is any Tuesday. Tuesdays and Septembers are the best, but even when you get closer, Tuesdays seem to be the least crowded of the parties. Okay. So stick with Tuesdays. This year, they're projecting the lowest attendance will be on September 15th. September 15th. Is First there night. Is there a time they're projecting the lowest, the highest attendance? It's going to be Halloween. I will tell you. <laughs> yeah, that Halloween is already sold out. Currently, only yeah. one day is sold out, and it is Halloween. Right, yeah. which is the major reason, because we're going to be down there this year on Halloween, mm -hmm. as I said previously. I forget what we talk about before the show and on the show. <laughs> we'll be down there. We chose not to go on Halloween night for that reason. We're hoping that November first is not crowded. Um, it's going to be the next. Uh, I would say it will be very crowded. Yeah, it's, it's got one of the highest rated. Uh, yeah, it'll yeah. be it'll sell out. Let me say that it'll it will sell out. It's not going to be the highest. Uh, they're projecting this year, Friday, October twenty third, to be the highest. Okay. Uh, then Friday, October 9th, surprisingly for some odd reason, and okay. then your Sunday, November first, it'll be the third highest. Aside um, from Halloween. From Halloween. Okay. I, I would, the multiple days usually sell out. Yeah. Okay. October 9th is going to be a sellout that week. Um, mm -hmm. That week is fall break for not a large number of school districts this yep. year. Right. Yeah. Okay. Let, yeah. That's the best time it's to go. It's already sold out. So yeah. what, what would you say the best time to go would be then? Uh, September? But don't you think, in my mind, when we've gone in September, it's been hot. Really hot. It can still be hot in October, yes, yeah. but it's been hot in September in Orlando. It just feels too early to For, me. To be walking around in a costume? Yes, it feels too early to be celebrating Halloween in I would have trouble September. getting into it on September 15th. Yeah, we were there uh, Labor Day week last year, okay. and they already had up the Halloween decorations, and the not-so-scary party was going on the week we were there, and it... It did not feel right. I mean, the kids were just back to school. Yeah. And it was it was too early. What do you think, Rusty, about when do you think, the what date would you suggest then 
for a family going to a not so scary Halloween party. Now we know that you're you've probably if you're going this October, you've probably already made your plans. Right. But you may be debating on whether or not to go while you're there. If this date that Rusty throws out is available to you while you're going there, and you know one of our listeners happens to hear this, what what would be a couple of good dates to go? I'd say Tuesday, October sixth. That's going to have a very low um, crowd rate. They're estimating. That's and then now that's a fall break. It's a fall week break too. week, but still, it's got a low estimated. And then Thursday, October first, it's got a low one. Okay, it starts going. It starts climbing basically by the thirteenth of October. Your own. I would think your that crowds would be a begin good time, to. They're still not bad, but they, yeah. that's when the incline really begins to build. Okay. For me, if it's if it's yeah. more than two weeks before Halloween, I think it's it's just too early for me to yeah. go anyway. Uh, I, there's a reason they offer them. Apparently, people go. I went right? last year, mm-hmm. September, but. But uh, for me, I, I would rather not go if it's three, four, five, six weeks ahead of, of uh, Halloween. Did you? Now, okay. Let's talk cost then. Because uh, I want to do it in a... Sorry. I want to do an amendment to this here. I, I, would, I would say, if I was just speaking on my own, I would go either at the very last of September, not the first. And the reason is... Food and wine will start the last weekend of September, usually somewhere in that area. Yeah, and so I would try to get, I would try to make sure I got a trip pushed down enough that I could right. do food and wine as well as not so scary. Well, well, here's the thing: you go for the you go for the triple threat that yeah. way because free dining is always available at some point during that September to November window. Yes, like we have it for our trip. So what you do is you try to go when you can get free dining, food and wine festival, and the Halloween party. Yes. So you have all three of those. Okay, let's, you know, the first thing we talk about is the best time to go. Let's talk about how much it is, if it's affordable. And then we'll move on to, to okay, what exactly goes on there for you to, for, for, to make it a value. So what, what, what's the cost here, Randy? So, the, it's, you know, Disney's website will say as low as $68. Right. So if you want to go in September all the way to October one. That's where you're looking at the $68. If you go um, in the rest of October, it's going to be $74. With and this is all advanced purchase. Right, right. Uh, you can you know, same day tickets are an extra five bucks or so. Um, and then there are a few select dates that then cost extra, um, even more. That's going to be your uh, Halloween night is going to be $84. Yeah, Halloween night was crazy. We so, look, that was know. another reason. We were going to go on Halloween night, and the bill was going to be up near $500 for us. Yeah. By going November 1st, we saved a lot of money. You saved $15, or me, $13 a head. $13 a head or family of five, that's a lot of money. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we, you know, that was that's like $70 with tax, almost $80 yep. Yep. that we saved. But uh, it's expensive. Okay, now where's the value in that? Is, is there value in that? Well, to me, the value is that you get in the park. Um, of course, the party starts at like 7 o'clock, mm-hmm. as I recall. Yeah. Uh, but they'll let you in the park actually before the party starts. I believe it's 4 o'clock. It is. Mm-hmm. 4 o'clock, they'll let you into the park. So what we would do is then not have a day in the park that day, um, regular day, but then instead um, use the, the ticket to get in. Now, if you're going to go for four or five days and you're, you're buying four or five days worth of tickets, by not buying that extra park ticket, you only saved yourself 
$10. You know, $10 a head or less, you know, maybe $5 a head. So you didn't save yourself that much. But if you're taking a short trip, if this is a weekend trip and, and you're only buying two days worth of tickets, using this as a replacement to your third day, that, you know, that could save you a substantial amount of money. So, okay. Yeah, so that's, there's some value to it. What do you do? I know, so you guys, what do you do on that day before you go to Not So Scary? Our, our kids have gone swimming Swim. that day, or, or we've gone to Downtown Disney, and we've gone to a sit-down uh, meal, a character meal even. Or character meal at a restaurant, maybe go to Ohana for breakfast. Yeah. Well, one, like you know, one thing that we did, we, we did once, and I don't want to get out of order here, is we let our kids swim all day, and you know. Take a nap. We could, the problem is is that that party is so late, and you're, the value is being able to be there the later hours when the lines go down. Let's let, let's not get ahead of ourselves, though. Let's talk about what exactly the party entails, because I think that's what people really want to yep. talk about. We've done a podcast on the MN. Uh, not so scary Halloween. Party. Yeah, <laughs> we can't do the initials. It's too many. Come on, <laughs> MNNH. Ah, I can't do no. it. Anyways, we, we've done a podcast on it before. And what, what really people want to know, is it worth my money? What, what's going to happen there? So what happens there that's different? If I go to the Not-So-Scary Halloween party and I'm in the park at 7 o'clock, what's going to happen? Well, one of the great things um, that's special um, is that you have the trick-or-treat stations. Right. Um, so... You know, the kids don't miss out on the trick-or-treating experience. And it's a hard-ticket event, so, you know, they're, they're not stingy with the candy. Um, your kids can definitely feel like they're getting the full experience. Um, and then they have the special fireworks show. Right. So that's something that you can't see um, besides in the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween parties. Well... And, and not just that, but just right at 7 o'clock when you're there, everything changes in the park. It feels like a it is, have you been there right when it changes? It's yep. like a it's a metamorphosis. The park changes, the music changes, it goes from the the lazy Main Street music or wherever you are in the park, you know, Tomorrowland, where it goes from that to... Uniforms change a little bit, they put on a new vest. The haunted, they put the haunted music on, and it's it's the Haunted Mansion music or, or the, you know, it's one of the creepy Disney songs, you know, that the pumpkins all light up in the windows on Main Street. It's a, it's a really cool transformation. They've got smoke machines in different places at the park. They turn those on. They've got some, some years they have actual ghosts just kind of in odd places. Not, nothing, nothing too scary. But in different places, they have ghosts. On the main drag, what's that called? The, the, you know, through, through the city on the way in. Then they'll main have Street? Main Street. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, sometimes. So but then they have these little, um, I don't know what the, what the word would be, but these laser things that show a, you know, an image of a cartoon ghost along the, yeah, the oh buildings yeah, on yeah. Main Street. Those sorts of things that you know, immediately change the decor. You know, you wonder, how did they change it just at 7 o'clock? How did they immediately change it? Well, that's one of the ways. You yeah. Know, just use some lighting effects. And so there's a lot of things. And the main components of the, of the party, like Charity was saying, were the, are the fireworks, the, uh, you mentioned trick the trick-or-treat stations, mm -hmm. the dance parties, the unique characters you get, and the stage show. 
Those are the... And the, did you mention parade? And the yeah, and the parade. So there are set, six main elements that we would say, okay, these are the six things that really are, are the buy-in for the Halloween party. Talk about the parade real quick. Who's, who wants to talk about the parade? Well, I, as you think about the parade, let me, let me bring in a side note. If okay. I don't, if yeah, you don't go ahead. So last year they started, well, they'd done this before, but they continued having a special T-shirt you can buy if you're into that, right? Oh, yeah. Just yeah. for that, a special trading pin. Sure. And then they also have this special magic band, so one that has a Halloween theme to that. Well, they used to, they used to, the pin, they used to have a pin for each party. Like right. each mm-hmm. different night right. of each party, and that was a big deal. And people like would a different pin for each night. Each night, Ooh. and people wow. would stand by the, the the pin thing and wait for that night's pin, and that was a big deal. I don't know about that. This seems to be one pin for all yeah, parties. They combined. don't do that anymore. But um, they also have special as like as uh, food. So like last year, they had a spice pumpkin waffle sundae. They had a candy corn cotton candy. That was in some of the outdoor carts. Uh, candy corn soft serve <laughs> ice cream was over at Storybook Treats. Here we go again. I sure am. <laughs> so it was, you know, these look pretty cool. I mean, I'm, I'm looking here at some of the right. specialty well, food Yeah, the, the candy corn cotton candy sounds pretty delicious. Uh, really? Uh, really? I was, I was yes. Is that oh, one of those things that no. you think I really want and you take two bites and you're like, well, probably. okay, I've had uh, enough of that? Yeah, you know, we... You get one for the family. We did try the um, candy corn flavored... Jelly beans, no, Starbucks. Can I just say that year? candy was, corn was is a <laughs> is a top ten most horrible candy oh, for wonderful. kids of all time. <laughs> awesome, it's pure sugar. It, well, it, it is the thing that you always crave. You always no. want. And after you had a few of them, you're like, "Well, I'm done I, with that." Okay, candy can candy <laughs> corn. The, the 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 really horrible Easter egg things that are like white the on the inside. Peace. No, the, the, the Cadbury old, eggs. No, the old school Easter eggs that were like white on the inside. You know what I'm? You're old enough to know what I'm talking about, Rusty. I'm way too young. For oh, that. anyways, all right. <laughs> I think they were made by like Carnation. Oh, they're awful. Well, you were asking about the parade. It, yes, let's get to the that. The you Parade. Yeah, is at eight fifteen or ten thirty. And everybody, on the yeah, everybody knows about the headless horseman who comes through, and you all know we've. You know, we've talked about this time and time again. I had this streak of missing the Headless Horseman every party. I missed him. You missed him? How did you miss him? Well, in case you don't know, you should know that as you're waiting for the parade to start. Are you still reading? No. The Headless Horseman (laughs) comes out and rides ahead of the parade. Ahead of the parade. But he rides much quicker than the parade goes. Yes. So if you're in Frontierland, it may be, you know, two minutes before the parade starts. But if you're in Main Street, it yeah. might be eight minutes yes. or ten minutes before the parade or starts. more. Right. That you see the Headless Horseman come I through. missed him like five years in a row. Yeah. So, you know, but before the parade, they'll get people on the side, on the sidewalks. They got the ropes out. And, uh, you know, normally you can still sneak across over there, you know, send your kid across or whatever. Don't do that at the Halloween parade party. No, because yeah. there might be a Headless Horseman coming through <laughs> okay the horse that has a head so the headless or the parade is really neat and it's it's probably i would say it's the best parade uh that i've seen it has Disney. good music it's got great music uh i, I just the, the parade is wonderful you will yeah. like it i don't want to spoil anything for you it's my favorite parade i've ever seen at disney yeah mine too and i and i i like the parade I, the fireworks are my favorite fireworks i've ever seen at disney what what do you guys think yeah I, I'm amazed at how popular Halloween is. It's just, 
in in the United States. It's just a very popular, very loved, and uh, and very themed. It's it's always you know there's a lot of money spent at Halloween. Okay, I'm, let's talk. I'm just impressed. With let's that. talk families. What would make this worth it for families? Okay, first of all, like we've said, those six things. Okay, but what what about family wise? Okay, the stage show is going to be different this year. For the first year, it's been the same for years, and this year they're changing it. It's going to be a hocus pocus themed. Todd's really thrilled show. about it. Well, I'm excited on. about that idea. Who in the world <laughs> thought of that one? Is what I want to know. The only thing that makes it redeemable is they're adding Oogie Boogie to the villain yeah. list this year, which wow. is a bucket list character for the Lloyd family. <laughs> uh, we have not met Oogie Boogie, and steps have been taken to arrange that to happen <laughs> this year at the Halloween party. Anyways, that the Halloween party, uh, there's a villain stage show every year, and uh, and that will be hosted by the, 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 the Sanderson sisters or whatever they were called in Hocus Pocus. But I, I don't know if they'll still do the meet and greet afterwards. I don't, I don't think they're going to, is the rumor that I've heard. But there are usually unique characters out. They have not been announced this year yet. We're still too early in the game. In years past, some of the more rare characters that have stepped out have been, uh, uh, you know, Tarzan and Jane have appeared. The princes usually are out with their princesses. The seven dwarfs have been regularly appearing at the Halloween parties for years. Gaston, when he was a rare character, now he's an everyday character. But the, I would I would imagine that Jack Skellington and... Uh, and uh, what's her name? Sally. Sally. And they've had the old hag from Snow White before. Well, I've enjoyed seeing uh, the Pooh characters come out in costume. Right, yeah. So you've got, you know, Eeyore is wrapped up in some mummy. toilet paper style stuff so that he looks like a mummy. And, and so, sometimes it's as simple as taking the regular Eeyore and wrapping him with some fabric. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's actually quite ornate. I've seen yeah. Minnie Mouse have an entire costume that's right. pretty detailed yeah and and they, uh, the big five have them too yeah. and so they'll be out meeting in their costumes i think the poo characters are adorable for the halloween party mm-hmm. there's something about the poo characters that just lend well to halloween mm-hmm. in, in a kid-friendly I, I think it's adorable sort of way. okay yeah. so in, in an adorable way and then yeah. we have the <laughs> dance parties where and i don't know who's going to be the who the characters are going to be out at the tomorrowland stage Last year, the last couple, they had the Monsters, Inc. characters a couple of years ago. Um, And they had a couple of unique characters there. They had George Sanderson and uh, and uh, one of the one of the young janitors uh, from Monsters, Inc. Two years ago, Woody, Jesse and Bullseye have traditionally been in the Diamond Horseshoe. But last year, that was a villain's dance party. Oh, yeah, it was a villain's dance party. And I don't know who was in because it was it was completely packed and crowded lines out the door. It was one of the longest lines last year. And that, that might be the case. Because I went by like year. six times thinking, I'm going to get to come in, I'm going to go in, I'm going to go in. Just, and the lines were so long, I was like, I'd rather ride than wait in the line. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the, the character lowdown. There will be some special characters. Now, what about rides? Yeah, so um, majority of the rides that are open during the day are still going to be open during the evening. And right. the fast passes are not available for the evenings. Generally... Um, you know, except for your sellout days, your crowds are going to be significantly less than they are during the day. So the lines are going to be less. Well, and you're drawn towards some of these other things, towards mm-hmm. trick-or-treating, towards the stage show, towards the dance parties. And that also helps reduce the lines a little bit. 
Okay, now your value really comes in later as the evening goes, though. Because as the, you know, what I would suggest to people is skip the first parade and do stuff. Watch the second parade, and then after the second parade's over, you have about an hour left, I would say an hour and a half, something like that. And you can really hit the candy hard at that point. Mm -hmm. If you spend your first, you know, if you get in at four, and you ride some of the attractions you want to ride at 4 o'clock. As a normal, as not, a normal not, not party started, and right. you can go ahead and get fast passes for that time. Yeah, go ahead and yeah. do that. And then another thing our family has done in the past, I, of course you don't have to do what our family does, but we always schedule a meal either at one of the monorail resorts right before 4 o'clock or in one of the park resorts at 4 o'clock. This year we've got a Crystal Palace meal scheduled for 4 o'clock on the Halloween party day. So we, we're going to go in and eat. We're going to go out of the party. We'll probably play some of the sword, uh, some of the, uh, uh, the card game, and then our kids will be dressed up. I think we're going to go as, this is always a big announcement. I wish Stephanie was here because she always likes hearing what the boys are going to dress up as. I think they're going to go Beagle Boys this year. Oh. Yeah, Beagle Boys. And, and Amanda has decided to dress up again this year, which is shocking, uh, as Magicka Dispel. Mm-hmm. And I will be Flint Harp Bloomgold. Okay. So we're going to have, it'll be, we'll be an interesting crew this year. Anyways, uh, the, the value for the Halloween party is uh, in the later hours. So you've got to decide how old your kids are and if they can handle staying up that late. Like I was saying earlier, when we went swimming all day two years ago, our kids were crashed about 1030 and sure. did not want to stay at that party anymore. And that, I, that was shocking to me. Yeah. Well, I've also been there, done that. Right, yeah. That, that's a problem every year. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the big question to me is, what is my value? At what age do I feel like my $68 is worth going? Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a, a Disney fan, so it's worth you going because you want your kid to be at the Disney parade. But if somebody is just asking, who's not a total sellout to Disney, what would you say is the age that you'd be like, this is the age I would now really consider going because I feel like I'm still paying 70 bucks for a half day in the park, basically. I still say that seven to nine is that magic window where they're old enough to do enough. They're old enough to get over some of the, the early frights that they have, that everything is just, and they're young enough for it to still all be magical. I, I think four and five is still okay. I think okay. they may fall asleep in the in the stroller. Yeah, you know, at at ten o'clock or ten thirty, but I'm okay with that. I'm I'm still able to have my fun, and uh, you know, you, like you said, you put the trick or treating off to the end, so that they can trick or treat by just putting their sleepy arms out while they're hold, you know, <laughs> while they're in the stroller. Um, hey, and another reason to go late for the trick or treating is as the night gets on, they give more candy. They do, and. There's a drastic difference in the candies they give out at certain places too. Yeah, some are chocolate and some are pure corn syrup. Yeah, you could get. You and can, some are raisins. Yeah, you can get craisined pretty yeah. easy <laughs> yeah. if you don't watch it. Um, something I think is interesting is now this new uh, movie has come out, The Descendants, and yes. I know um, Abby's been reading you the think book. That's dis- interesting. I, I think I, I, that I, it could. It was add. good. I like it. I, Abby likes it. I don't. I have not paid attention. Is it over? I mean, I it mean, what, it, it, sorry, it I premiered. used pro wrestling lingo there. Meaning, <laughs> it, it, is it, it did, popular? It, it did premiere on the on the Disney Channel. Yeah. And, um, yeah, from, yeah, my from mother the sites that I've seen. Yeah, my mother-in-law went to go buy the good. movie at Walmart. They had one copy left. She had to go to a second Walmart what? to get her second copy. Yeah. Oh. oh, wow. 
Yeah. So I mean, it's it's going to be a thing. There'll be a book two and a movie eight, and it'll be a thing. I'm sure they'll make it a TV series. Oh. And then, but that I think that adds a couple more years to the age of where kids enjoy it. You know, the whole villains. I know, for my daughter, I know that she loves the villains, and and these, these movies. Uh, the movie that came out about um, Snow or I mean, uh, Sleeping Beauty's uh, villain. Yeah, Maleficent. the, the Maleficent Maleficent. movie. Yep. You know, I think those sorts of things. You're going to see more of that. That's been some of the, the ABC TV show as well. Um, has talked, you know, kind of the perspective of a villain on, on a few right. episodes. Well, this all started because of, the, because of Wicked. Well, it, it's going to grow, <laughs> and that's going to help increase the age of people who, who enjoy. Wrote Wicked? Jeffrey Maguire. And oh. he wrote a series of those books. He did. Yeah, and they're, they're, they're not bad books. But, uh. but, but it's going to be, I, I think that increases the age, where formerly, mm-hmm. maybe if you were 11-year-old or 12, you were too cool for this. I think that now 12 and 13 is still, is still going to enjoy this. Yeah, I would agree with that. And one thing I would say is that I was shocked at how many people were dressed up who were not kids. Oh, who did not have kids with them? Oh, well, yes. I, I think so, for a lot of adults, this is the only opportunity yeah. where you actually can dress up. Yeah, this would be the only time yeah. I would dress up. And, and I, I'd do it yeah. mainly because the boys and the wife mm-hmm. want me to. I saw a lot of people there on date night. And I'm talking about like they were not, they were not date, they were not young couples. They were my age couples. <laughs> well, let's be honest. And I was just but shocked at how many fun. of them were. Cosplay is, is a, yes. is, yes. ta- is yeah. not. It, it is a hobby. Weird, but it's becoming more mainstream. Right. Yes. It, it, it is a mainstream and hobby. And we saw some point. elaborate costumes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was yeah. shocked. I saw a guy who dressed up as Charlie. Uh, well, not, not as Charlie, but as, well. As Wonka. Charlie. Wonka. Willy Wonka. Oh, and I'm talking about, <laughs> this like, was high-end. I don't know if this guy rented this outfit or he. <laughs> this was high-end <laughs> material. Oh, I saw And him. he was getting a lot of pictures made because people were like, I saw Disney employees getting pictures made with him inside the gift shop because they were like, dude, I've never, this is, this is good. This is very high end. I saw a guy who had a Jack costume that was way better than the one Disney has. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a, this is a really good, um, this is a really good event. I think Disney puts its best foot forward for this event. I miss the old pirate and princess party. I, I think they also did that with that party. The Christmas party, I would give you another opinion on. Yes or no, do you think this is something worth it for a family going to Disney World? We're still a Halloween party. Yes, Halloween party. Yes or no, charity? Uh, Yes, depending on the children's age. I would say for my family with a three-year-old, she's going to cap out, you know, at the 9 o'clock hour. Mm -hmm. So paying all the funds for two hours not really worth it for my family at this point, you know, in a a year and a half when she's, you know, a little bit older. I, I think it's it's a go for us. I agree with Charity. From, you know, four or five year old up to, you know, twelve year old, that's, that's, those are your kids. I think make it a priority. I, I've tried to go if you can afford it, if you can fit it in, I'd do it. What about you, Rusty? I, I think if you had depending on who your kids are, you have to know your kids. I think some of your uh, I think if you have girls, you're, even in their teen years, they may enjoy mm-hmm. going and dressing up because they're not around anybody they know. And so they can kind of be the kid without the shame, I guess. And there's so many people who do dress up. And I think if you just went and just did rides, 
I mean, I, I probably when I went, I did most. We were just there to ride because we knew it was going to be such a low crowd, and we were there for a conference. And I said, "This is the this is when we're going to do it." And we went and rode out. We still enjoyed the parade. We did the fireworks shows and the castle shows, but we were more interested in the riding part. And what was your blast. What was your impression of the party? Because last really year was your first. It. Yeah, I liked it. It, it rained, and I will say, if, if it if it rains and you can get a rain check for the, another day, I would take it mm -hmm. because it did impact several things. A couple of the parades got cut short uh, because the, the characters don't go out in the rain. Right. And there was some stuff that just happened that kind of put a damper on it with the rain, and it rained enough that it was a problem. So, And I didn't know this until then, but you could probably go and ask for a rain check to another, and as long as it's not sold out, they'll do it for you. And I should, should have done that when we were there. I love the fireworks show. I thought it was well worth it. Yeah. The uh, no one, the Tomorrowland Terrace was not ripped off or anything, and so we got to sit there and, and watch yep. it. And so that was a really good viewing point because uh, they weren't selling the private show, and uh, everything was just really good. Yeah. I we have obviously we like the Halloween. Now we'll add this here with with the rain because it did rain so much. A lot of the characters were not out that normally would be out. Yeah. Because you can't get the costumes wet. So they weren't moving. They may have moved to an inside location, and we didn't hunt them down to find out. Like, right. But they weren't out like they would normally be uh, in their outfits taking pictures. Now, I, I have in the past gone where that like that stage show has been sold, has been rained out. Yes. But they've moved those characters to the backside of the castle underneath right. that awning to do a meet and greet. Yeah. And that, that was fine. Um right. That's what they used to do. I don't think they do that anymore with their with their shows, their stage shows. But anyways, regardless, obviously we like the party because we've been almost, you know, a decade solid of going. We took the boys when they were little and it was fine. You know, I, I remember Brock dressing up like Cap Captain Hook when he was like three and Battle <laughs> was one and he was Mr. Smee. And I remember wheeling them around the double stroller and they were out at about 10 o'clock. They were asleep. But mommy and daddy had fun. For an hour and a half, just walking around in that in the Halloween environment, picking up candy. Remember, that's what we did. We just racked up on candy. And for again, them. from a value perspective, I think if you're taking a one or two day park trip and this can be your third day, then then the value is far better. You know, now you're really only paying twenty or thirty bucks more ahead, and that it's worth it. Definitely worth it for that. It's just another experience mm -hmm. to add to your to your memory. I mean, it really is. And I, it's the strongest thing that, that we've been to a lot of special quote-unquote events at Disney. Uh, I think that Not So Scary tops even some of those really exclusive special things we've done. It's just, it's just a neat deal. I, I think the final verdict we would say is do it. If, you're, uh, if you've got younger kids, you might want to skip out on it, but just know what your kids are like, what they, what they would, would want to do. Uh, one thing we would mention before we sign off, Charity, you had mentioned that there were some scary uh, elements to it. Yeah, I, I would say, you know, um, there are a lot of villains. It, it is a darker atmosphere than the park would be normally. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it, it can be a little frightening for the little kids. It, a little bit. It, yeah. The, the music, depending and, on what song. And like song. we talked about the parade. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and there are some kids who are scared of Mickey Mouse in costume. Mm -hmm. If you're scared of Mickey Mouse in costume, Mickey Mouse with a mask might be, mm -hmm. you know, a, a touch a touch scarier. You know, I remember our kids screaming when Eeyore walked up. Just normal Eeyore in Crystal Palace. 
uh, walking up. They they were scared of him at one point. Well, the, so with a little mummy costume, although it's playful, <laughs> it doesn't help. It well, doesn't there, improve. There are ghosts prominent in the parade. There are, you know, the headless horseman the is kind of spooky. Stuff. There is the, uh, there there are random ghosts around some years. Like uh, there was a year where there was a guy dressed like a ghost on the showboat. There have been ghosts outside the Haunted Mansion before. But if your kids are that scared, I doubt you're going near the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> that part of the park is a little more mis- yes. spooky yeah. during the Halloween party. Just that one little area, Liberty Square. I might avoid that, maybe. But th- if you avoid that, then you can't go to Country Bear. So uh, you'll have to <laughs> do that. All right. Anyway, so that's our show for this week. I hope that has encouraged you or explained to you a little bit. We've given you the best time to go. We've told you what it's about. We've told you if it's family friendly, and we said some other things. Money. We told you how much it was. And, uh, you know, for value's sake, I would say our final recommendation would be if you're into, like, Halloween heavy, maybe wait till October 13th or so. If you are into value, it's, it's a great deal late September. So those would be the two times I would say target and maybe plan for 2016 if you haven't already got it on your agenda this year. Rusty, take us home. Feel free to contact us at, through email at podcast at wdw4families.com or you can always give us a shout out on Facebook or on Twitter. All right. Well, you're never too old to wish upon us. Thank you for downloading today's show. Be sure to visit our website, www.families.com. If you have a comment, question, or need help planning your trip to Disney, call us at 877-WDW4FAM or email us at podcast at www.families.com. 